Music Hall with Bing Crosby and his distinguished guests for this Christmas Eve. Miss Faye Bader, star of the Metro Golden Mare picture, Journey from Margaret. Jack Carson of Warner Brothers Pictures. Andrew Toombs of Paramount Pictures. And of course, Janet Blair, John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, the music maids in Hal, and the charioteers. <laughs> This makes the seventh Christmas the Bing has sung Adeste Fidelis here in the old craft music hall in Latin and English. This seems like the most natural year for everybody to join in on the English chorus. Well, it might be nice if everyone at home joined us, too. Oh, we're counting on them. Adeste Fidelis, Lady Triumphantes, Venite. In Bethlehem, Natum Videte, Regem Angelorum, Venite Adoremus, Venite Adoremus, Venite. here in the hall, Faye Bainter, Janet Blair, Andrew Toombs, Jack Carson, the music maids in Hal, the charioteers, Ken, John Scott, everybody at home in the family key, once through in English, huh? All Everybody in the old craft music hall, short-waving the season's greetings to battle stations all over the world. And for said strong points, we have something new and extremely attractive. Columbia Pictures' new star of my sister Eileen, and the forthcoming film Something to Shout About, Miss Janet Blair. Janet joins us KMHers uh, of this Christmas Eve. Joins us permanently. Everything copacetic for Christmas, Janet? Well, I don't know, Bing. I'm a little worried about tomorrow, though. Worried about Christmas? Why? Yeah. We asked Johnny Trotter to our house for dinner. <laughs> you are in a little trouble, but I got a TL for you, Janet. Johnny has got himself a diet. Yeah, but that's the trouble. He doesn't start on that diet until December the 26th. Until then, well, he's dreaming of a wide Christmas. A wide <laughs> You know, I saw John Scott standing in a safety zone the other day, this afternoon, and an automobile practically knocked him down. Well, if he was in a safety zone... Why didn't they drive around him? Well, the fellow only had an A card. <laughs> hey, Janet, you've known Johnny a long time, haven't you? 
Well, I've known him longer than he's been here in the Kraft Music Hall. Oh, would you say he's changed much in the past few years? Oh, no. If I hadn't seen Johnny in years, I could spot him a mile away. Who couldn't? Chad, <laughs> <laughs> I met him on the boulevard today, didn't I, John? You sure did. And you helped me decide what to send a little boy I know. Oh. I was undecided whether to send a certain little boy ice skates or roller skates. And Janet helped you decide? She sure did. She told me to send him one of each. <laughs> well, if he can handle himself on those, I can get him ten weeks at the Radio City Music Hall. He'll be all right. <laughs> Are you all set for Christmas thing? Yep. I made the last of my resolutions just a little while ago. Resolutions? Mm-hmm. Well, you're supposed to make resolutions on New Year's Eve. Oh, not me. I got me a system. I find it's kind of tough keeping you in resolutions from New Year's to Christmas. So I make mine on Christmas, and it's a cinch to keep them till New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, how about you this evening, Janet? Oh, sorry, Ken, but I'm busy. Oh, well, that's too bad. No, no, I mean later. Are you going to hang up your stocking so Santa can leave some toys? Oh, not this year, Ken. This year, the girls are going to hang up their toys, hoping Santa Claus will leave stockings. <laughs> and it's with this Christmas thought for the distaff side of our listening membership that Janet Blair turns to a little thing called... With disarming simplicity, steam is on the beam. The steam is on the beam. The point is that the joint is jumping. The steam is on the beam. The janitor is making with the job. He's making with the pipe. on the beam, Janet. Now, while you simmer down some, we turn to our friend Jack Carson, one of Warner Brothers' leading leading men and character comedians. Jack Carson is at present playing your local cinema, a very fine story of the prize ring called Gentleman Jim. 
Certainly glad you dropped into the old crash from your crap music hall this evening. Jack, you get caught in any last-minute shopping riots? Get any on you? Any... Oh, I got out with just a few minor bruises. My insurance broker's taking care of everything, including the lady who claimed I crumpled her bumper. <laughs> you know, Bing, I, I can sympathize with those store clerks during the holiday rush. I, I worked in a department store one Christmas vacation when I went to school. Were you any good at it? School? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I was the best salesman at Flugel's department store. I was about the hottest thing in that place. Matter of fact, I was so hot they called me Arson Carson. Well, you know, they're soft peddling the high-pressure stuff these days. Yeah. Stores don't have much to sell. I'll sell it even if I haven't got it. Carp, rent this boy a store. Uh, coming right up. Announcing the opening of a novel shop designed especially for the sale of items that are unavailable and unobtainable. Presiding over this mammoth area of empty shelves is that new low in high-pressure salesman, Mr. Jack Carson, whose slogan is... No use coming in as we haven't got it, and we don't know when we're going to get it, and if, and if we do get it, we won't be here to receive it, so why don't you put your dough in war bonds? A baby of mine. Blues. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, celebrate the opening of his new shop, Mr. Carson is holding a gigantic going-out-of-business sale. He hopes to follow this up with his annual end-of-the-month bankruptcy sale. Due to difficulty in finding elevator operators, proprietor Carson is piloting the lift in person. Going up. First floor, furniture, beds, and spreads. Second floor, glassware, plates, and skates. Third floor, clothing, hats, and spats. Fourth floor, hardware, pails, and nails. Basement, everybody out. <laughs> Hey, uh, Bud, can I get waited on? Yeah, sure. I hope you don't see anything you like. But if you do, I'm sure we won't have it. Well, I want to buy a Christmas card that says, Merry Christmas to the one and only girl I have ever loved. That we just happen to have. Here you are, sir. Merry Christmas to the one and only girl I have ever loved. Thanks. I'll take two dozen of them. (laughs) (laughs) Steadfast little fellow, aren't you? Yeah. Say, uh... Who's that old guy over there running up and down the stairs? Oh, that's that Santa Claus. He got his beard caught in the escalator. Oh. From a thing like that, a guy can get a headache. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how do you do, Mr. Carson? Well, I didn't expect to see you in this department. Last time I was here, you were in women's lingerie. Yeah. I look so silly, though. <laughs> I moved over to w- woolen underwear. <laughs> What are you laughing at? <laughs> it tickles. <laughs> Mr. Carson, I wonder if you could suggest a small gift for a small boy. A small boy, eh? Mm-hmm. Say, uh, do you know those tin soldiers in the toy department? Why, yes. That's funny. They don't know you. <laughs> oh, is that so? Oh, fine thing. I'll write Washington about this. In fact, I think I'll write Adams and Jefferson, too. You, you write to Washington and Jefferson, I'll deliver the letter myself. To Washington and Jefferson? Sure, I live in that corner. Oh, <laughs> Hiya, Mr. Carson. I'm Speed Crovenay. <laughs> well, Speed, what isn't on your mind? Well, I can't think of what I'm not thinking of. Well, forget it. What, what don't you want? How about that overcoat over there on that dummy? That's no dummy. That's my brother. I know just how you feel. I got four of them. <laughs> what's this, uh, what's this, uh, funny-looking gadget here? That's, that's a combination toothbrush and pliers. What do you do with a thing like that? If you're too lazy to brush your teeth, pull them out. (laughs) Well, in that case, I'll take a ten-cent package of soap flakes, and I brought my birth certificate. You don't need a birth certificate to buy soap. 
Oh, so that's the one thing you don't need it for. <laughs> Look, th this particular soap is great for washing your s silk shirts. Don't have any silk shirts. What? No silk shirts? Huh. What do you do those long winter evenings when everybody else is rinsing out their fluffy things in lukewarm suds? <laughs> I get so lonesome. <laughs> Don't ever let it be said that I'm not the kind of a guy to take the shirt off his back. Here, take my shirt. Eight bucks. A beautiful shirt and no strings attached. No strings? How am I going to hold my socks up? Roll them down over your shoes and make out like they're spats. You want me to come formal, huh? <laughs> now, look. Here's what you do. What do I do? <laughs> you take this silk shirt and you put it in the washing machine. Oh, Ain't got no washing machine. A oh, wise guy, huh? No washing machine. Everybody's got a washing machine today, and you're going to stand there and tell me you haven't got a washing machine? Well, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Well, in that case, I'll buy one. You got a priority? No, ma'am. A oh, wise guy, eh? Trying to buy a washing machine without a priority, huh? Trying to get me in trouble. You look like the criminal type of those fancy sideburns and that jute mill balmacan. <laughs> Well, gee, all I wanted to get was some soap flakes to wash my priority. Yeah. Well, okay. How many, uh, how many soap flakes would you want if I had them? Will it be all right if I take two boxes? A wise guy, eh? Oh, gee, I'm sorry. Try to hoard soap flakes. I'll report you. Let me tell you something, bud. It's a good thing you came to my store. Anybody else would have reported you. Well, I didn't mean no harm. Honest, I didn't. But I ain't leaving this store till I get something you've got. Yeah? You know what I do to people who want what I've got when I ain't going to give them what I got? What you do? I beat them to a pulp. Oh. I break their necks. Put my fingers in their eyes. Smash them. I practically annihilate them. What happens to them? I lose more customers that way. <laughs> That's for that shrinking salesman, Jack Carson. We travel now out to the old Red River Valley. Mighty pretty country out there, partner. Mighty pretty. Especially the way them charioteers handles it. Yes, yes. 